Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We continue along Bezer Hashem and here Mishnah Chafalev, the words of Rebeloza Akapur, that Akina Vahataiva Vahakovid, Maitsina Sodman Oilam. We dealt with Kina in the previous year, we now move on to Taiva and Kovid. Hataiva Hitzkilas Kolapuulois Vahmaisim. One has to know that his desire for things is really the start, it's the impetus, it's the catalyst for all of his actions. Maisim that he's going to do, Averis that he's going to commit. The desire comes up within the person's heart even before he starts planning out how to actualize that taiva. After he desires something, he wants it, he has a passion for it, then he starts thinking, how am I going to get it? And then the third step is actualizing that to try to attain it. Benyayna tells us every taiva has something greatly evil inherent within it. We're not even talking about the taiva of the Yitzharodika taivas. Even the taiva of intimacy with women, which in a, in a permissible state, too much of it is terribly evil. Don't give your strength away to women. In other words, don't have excessive tashmish. Even permissible foods, eating, drinking, it's all permissible, it's all kosher, but an excessive amount of it, that too, this too is terrible, even though it's all permissible to, to have. Rabbein Yen is saying, let's not even talk about, like the Ramban says about Kedoshim Tiyu, then excessive amount of things that are mutter in these areas would be called the novel brushus hatayra. We're not even going that way. Says Rabbi Yena, even just from a practical standpoint, it's not wise for a person to, to engage in an, an excessive amount overindulgence in these areas. He quotes the Chachmei Ateva, even those who are well-versed in terms of how the body works, even light, easy foods, which are really good, maybe too much of that, too much of it could be damaging, could be harmful. That's what the Gemara says. Avozim are geese, but it means fatty meat. Don't eat too much of it, because you're going to then want to have more of it, you're going to chase it, because you have this desire for it. Sarbeniana says, that's obvious that we're not talking about the lowly base desires that a person has, which obviously Akash Baruch who wants a person to have it, in order to be able to be Mikhaya Mitzvahs. It's part of why we have this Yetzirah. But an excessive amount of that, for sure that's a taiva which is bad. And that Rabbeniana lays down, that goes without saying. However, there's a much more subtle and a deeper level of taiva. Just like we discussed with the Mid of Kina, when it comes to the Mid of Taiva, there's also 
three different levels of the midah of taiva that a person can have. One is worse than the other, but still all of them are bad. Harishan is The first is that he doesn't want anybody else to have great wealth or great knowledge, knowledge of Torah even, but he should have it himself. He desires that he should be the only one who everybody goes to for the questions, everyone goes to for knowledge. He's the only one who has the the great means of wealth nobody else should have. He desires to be on top of the world in that respect. This is a terrible sin. The second level of Taiva is He wants to be wealthy. He wants to have knowledge. If others have it, he has no problem with that. It's also good. Fine and well if they have it. But he wants more. He wants to be the wealthiest. He wants to be the wisest. That's his tithra. This too is also terribly evil and negative. A third aspect of tithra. There is a saving grace to it. There is some good positive aspect to this tithra. When he sees he sees his person, his friend has wisdom. He sees his friend has wealth. And Miss Avaliyah's Gamu Kamaisam. He too wants to have this knowledge of Torah. He too wants to be wise. He too wants to have wealth. And it's okay for him to be on par with them. He wants what they have. They have Chokhmah Satayra. He wants that. He desires to have that. They have wealth. He desires to have that. And the Yosef Lam Hashemim had a level of Palmim. Like the passing in Devarim, quoting the paraphrasing. Let them have a thousandfold more, but as long as he gets it and they get it too. It's certainly not a great perfect midah. Because his desire to have these the 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 wealthy possession, the material wealth, or the knowledge of Torah is only stemming from, is only coming because he desires what somebody else has. So it's certainly not a uh, very praiseworthy midah of going about it. The right desire to have knowledge or to have wealth is l'savis mitzad. First of all, you can't expect to serve Hashem properly without having the knowledge of Torah. So a person should desire to be a Talmud Chacham because that's how he's able to serve Hashem properly. If he wants to desire to have wealth because he desires to be able to do Avedas Hashem with that wealth, to do what Yoshebeni Hashem with that wealth. Not because somebody else has it. Not because I see that person has a lot of money, so I want that money too. I see that person has a lot of terrorists, so I want that too. That's not the, the great level of what a person should have his time for. But rather, he should desire to have Chochmah, he should desire to have Oishur for the right reasons. This is what David says. Hashem All of my passions, all of my desires is only for your sake. Not because others have it, not because there are other wealthier kings, but because 
I have a passion, I have a desire to do for you, Hashem. His whole desire was only because he wanted these things for the right reasons. Now we'll stop here for a moment. The obvious dilemma seems to be that these three levels are identical almost to what Rabbi Yen explained on the three levels of Kina. So why are the two separate meters, Kina and Taiva? Taiva seems to be paralleled to Kina over here. So there must be this nuance over here. Kina is that he's jealous of somebody else having something and that frustrates him, that upsets him, and there's levels of that. Or even the jealousy of somebody else having Chachma, that gets him upset, so that motivates him. Here we're talking about, but the fact that he desires to have it himself because of what somebody else has, and it's the the Nikuda, the point of his taiva, the point of his desire to be wealthy as well, not because he's jealous of somebody else, but because he sees that by somebody else, that brings up, that stirs up a desire within himself, within his own mind and heart, that, ooh, that person has so much chachma, I desire to be wise, that person has so much wealth, I desire to be wealthy, and the various levels that we're talking about over here, and indeed, it is very similar to the kinah aspect, but here in terms of the desire, and the desire that he has then conjures up thoughts in his mind, how is he going to, about to go get that, and then to actualize it. Rabbi Yudanosi, the Gemara says, that when he was on his deathbed, the Gemara says, he lifted his ten fingers to Shamayim v'Omar. It is revealed and known to you, Hashem. I wasn't even then, I did not even take pleasure from this world, even an iota, even my small finger, my pinky, didn't benefit from this world. The Gemara tells us that that Rebbe was so fabulously wealthy, even his his underlings, his his smaller servants, when this Asher Kishover Malka was rich as the kings of the world, the Apple became Lenene, Kiyam Lashem Shamayim, Kiloy Nesabal Havli Oilam. Benyayna is saying here something very subtle here, but he's really answering a question that Taisus has. Taisus has a Kasha in Avedizoran. Moran Avedizoran Dafir Aluf says about Rabbi Hudanosi that. He never had his table emptied, like not with snain, the chazeres leibi meisachama leibaisak shamim. In other words, his table always has was filled with delicacies. Says Taisus over there. If that's the case, how could the Gemara says that he raised his ten fingers? Says I never benefit. Says Taisus. No, the reason why he had to have so much food because the oichle shulchanay hayurabim. He had a lot of people at his table, and that's why he required to have a lot of food. The Vilna Gain in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Reish Lamad Aleph and Erechayim, in his very terse terminology that he writes over there, answers Taisus' cash in a different way. And it's the same way that Rabbi Yain is saying over here. Even Rebbe himself enjoyed and had the pleasure of what he had on his table, the Tznayim and the Chazarazim, However, it was all the Shem Shamayim. And that's what Rebbe was saying. I didn't have any pleasure for my own pleasure. Everything that I partook for this world was all for the sake of Shamayim. Like David Amelech says, that's Rabbi Yudhanosi saying, so explains Rabbi Yaina. All of his Hano was Lashem Shamayim. 
not for the Sabbath face taiva for Havalayoilam. We move over along now Bahakovid. The third and final Mida that could bring a person away from the Oilam, as we'll see what that means, Kovid. Kovid Harahu, the bad type of the negative type of desire for honor and, and respect is The first thing is one wants to lord over people and instill his his demands to them, his lording over them, to instill fear into them. And he instills a certain terror into people. You know at the end of the this uh, this person is going to get his quote-unquote reward, what his fate will be. He's going to go into the depths of Gehenim. And his fool is going to be so continuously, he'll never be able to get up from it for many generations. He equates those who are the Malchei Umas Ha'olam, the Malchei Avdechavim, those Umas Ha'olam kings who are Ovid they will have a downfall which they'll never get up from. And so too, those people who instill fear and terror into others, they too will have a downfall again which they will not get up from. Where do we see the comparison? In other words, those who are they instill their fear into people, they are like the Arelam, the Goyim, who will be cut down. Again here also, when we talked about Kinna and Taiva, so too with COVID. There's a more subtle type of COVID. The Yesh COVID Shani, Haroitza, those who, people, uh, someone who wants ki chabdu b'neodim. They don't want to instill fear or terror in others, but they want people to respect them. They want people to give them honor. Shechayshev ki And the reason is because they think they deserve respect and honor. Ve'inenu. In truth, in reality, they don't really deserve it. But they yet, yet, they have this, this uh, need and this want for covet and respect from others. Even if he's talking Tamad Chochum, Ubal Mitzvahs, and he performs Mitzvahs, and he wants people to respect him for that. He's a Tamad Chochum. People should get up for him. People give him respect. He's a person who does so many Mitzvahs. People should respect him for that. That too is a Chaytay Ben Avshay, because he someone who is desiring covet. There's one caveat over here, which Rabbi Yen already explained in Mishnah Hay, that we shouldn't make the Torah not Torah Lizgadabra. He explained this one qualification to that. If his desire to get covered because he possesses so much Torah is Lashem Shamayim for the sake of the Torah, he's doing it because through that the Torah itself will be raised up higher and greater in the eyes of people, then it's permissible. It's not for his own personal gain. It's not for his own personal pleasure. Because he knows that will bring up the Torah. That will raise it up. Then that's permissible. All other forms of wanting covet and respect. Covet is roim ma'id. Is terribly evil. 
We see many times the Torah warns against this. But in the Torah forbade it. In last week's parasha, parasha Shoftim, Gama Melech Yisrael Hashem Rov, it says about the king, Soim Tosim Olecha Melech. From there we learn, Chazal say, Shetei Eimosei Olecha. You have to have fear from the king. So we see, V'hu Roy Lekavad Yosim Ekolabriyas Atachas Hashemayim. There's no one else greater worthy of our respect and honor and the reverence we have to add for him than the king. More than any else, one else in the world, because he's the king. He's the king of Yisrael. But yet, Vavel became his erosai. The Torah warns us, the warns the king. Lest he become haughty, he become arrogant and have pride over people. So you see, even for a king who's deserving of COVID, who's deserving of the respect of the people, who the people have to fear him, yet he himself is not allowed to become a Balgaiva and want that covered and enjoy that covered even a king. They should not desire the respect and want to be respected and honored and be shown honor from other people. On that, on these three things, says Rabbalazar Kapar. Rabbalazar Kapar says, Kinna and Taiva and covered. Which world, which world does it take a person out of? Says Rabbeinu both worlds. Sheshalish midasalolu, these three negative traits, bechlalavoin palili. They are a terribly, a, a terrible sin. All of these three things are terribly sinful. And because of that, person can't expect he's going to elam when he is engaging or is, is, uh, has these three sins that, these three character traits, which are part and parcel of his being. Dovarachar, another pshat, meitzina sodom in oilam, this world. How so? Hakina commissionam, like the Bosk says, verekev at somois kina. That kina makes the bones rot. Because when a person has jealousy, he is jealous of others, it makes his bones get brittle, get dried up, and it's only going to pain himself. So who loses out, like the Mesilas Yasharim says, someone who's jealous of somebody else, only one person loses out, the person who's jealous. The other fellow could be, he doesn't even know you're jealous of him. He certainly doesn't lose out. It's the rotting of the bones. So this world, he loses out in this world. The taiva of the person who wants to just lazy around and do nothing and just take it easy, that's going to kill him. Because even then when he has to get up to work, he's going to have no cheshik, his bones, you know, atrophy. His bones are going to be already shvach and weak and lazy. So, he is going to be killing himself in this world. And we find an example of this in Torah, obviously Yosef at Tzadik on his level. But we find that he died early. He died 10 years prior than any of the other Shvatim. Even though he was a Melech and in, his, in, his, in a certain respect, he had to demand that. But the Chazal tell us different reasons of why he, Yosef was found guilty. But still in all we find that covet itself, a person who desires covet and takes covet, he himself loses from this world as well. Tam v'nishlam, this long Mishnah, Mishnah Chafalif, Koltuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.